Welcome back, guys, to Millennials Give Advice, episode three. Should I do the barking again, or is that? I think that was a one-time thing. I think. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back. I'm happy you guys made it through the first two, or you didn't make it through the first two, and you're just listening to the third one. In which case, you're in luck because this one will probably be better. Woohoo! Guys, we actually planned our topics for today. Yes. And outlined. It's super good. We're moving up in the the biz. Time will tell, but I feel like we're at an upward trajectory. Yeah. Oh, and we have some life updates. Oh, yeah, we do. Should we do those first? I think so. Why not? Yeah. So, excitingly, Conrad and I are both going to be in New York for the summer. I don't think we've told them this yet, have we? No, I don't think so. So, we're both going to be living in New York City. For the summer, we'll see each other in about, oh, about like a week and a half, two weeks. I know, that's crazy. <gasps> that's so weird. Oh my God. Millennials give advice reunion. <laughs> and then um, we both just got jobs. Yeah. So, so come visit us at our workplaces, but not for fun. Just come buy some stuff so we can make money. <laughs> I like how he started off by, um, in the first episode, not wanting to tell where I was. I know. And then now we're going to like give out the exact location of where we're working. No, we're not. I just said we're working. They're never going to know where until they explore every shop in New York City to find us. All right. Um, so I just watched the movie Her. Mm-hmm. And do you want to tell them when you should have watched the movie, Her? Well, I, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, <laughs> let me try to explain this because it's explainable and it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch this movie when I had the time to sit down and really enjoy oh my God. and really like get into it because Dana recommended I watch it and she, uh-huh. you know, just not that long ago, but. Oh my God. Okay. This is all false. Um, Conrad, <laughs> I, I watched the movie her in, I think either January or February. And, um, I was like, this movie blew my mind. First of all, it's really, really good. And we're both acting students. So I was like, you have to watch this. It's so good. The acting's incredible. And then I was like, I also think it's so um, relatable to our relationship and kind of freaky, like the technology mm-hmm. stuff involved with it. Like, you have to watch it. I, you'll like, get where I'm at. You just need to watch it. And he's like, I'll watch it this week, he says. Weeks go by, and he's talking to me about how, like, oh, yeah, me and my roommate just watched this movie last night. It's so good. Oh, yeah. And then he never watched it until now. But at least he watched it, like, four months later, and he really liked it. Should we tell them a little bit what it's about for somebody who hasn't seen it? Yeah, go for it. Kind of the premise? hmm Well, the movie's about this guy who lives sometime in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets this device called an OS, which is kind of like Alexa. It's kind of like Siri, too. So it's this device, right? And it's super realistic sounding. 
um, and you can have a conversation with it and it can like organize your emails. And that's how kind of it, it starts out. Like she helps him organize his emails, but really quickly she gives herself like a name and they start bonding because it learns, I guess, who you are and it learns to kind of adapt to what you need. Yeah. And basically it gets a little out of hand is kind of like he becomes way too attached to her and she gets too intelligent for him. Yeah. So what I thought was cool about it is it has a lot of similarities to how our relationship has been in the sense that his real relationship was with his former wife, I guess, that he's going to get divorced. And then the second part of it is the OS where their whole relationship is built on sound and speaking to each other because she doesn't have a real body and you can't she he can't see her and they try all these weird kind of things to try to make it more real yeah and that's why when I first watched it I was so um mind blown um because I was like are we which one are we like we have we bonded first in person but now we've been apart for so long strictly yeah. virtually and I was like, this, like, is this, is this real? I like, got really like existential about it in a way. I was just kind of like, the relationship we have is like, we try to do things to make it more real because we can't have it fully real in person. So this movie was like so interesting. And then like, this doesn't even have to be about romantic relationships. You can think about this with anybody, the people you, you talk to, in your life that are only through online or only from a distance, people you meet online. Like this is such a big culture now of not really knowing somebody um, physically face to face. And I yeah. think this day and age. So my reaction to it was like, wow, he's able to develop like a real physical, like where he almost, he loves this person. And he's not the only one who has this OS, this like virtual voice person, you know, his friends and a bunch of other people are starting to develop relationships with them as well. It's like taking over basically. And I was like, wow, watching it. I was like, oh my gosh, you can actually, he can, he can have a physical connection with this person that he's only met through their voice. And so I was like, that's cool. And also it's like positive for us because you can actually become physically connected and have a, a connection with somebody only by being able to communicate, you know, uh, audibly. While you had a different reaction. Basically my reaction, <laughs> I saw the movie a little bit more negatively. Because you messaged me pretty, you're like, you have to see this movie. Uh, oh my God, it like changed my whole perspective on this relationship. I'm like... <laughs> Like oh, and then you were like for a while you were like, actually don't see it. It's so depressing and bad. Like don't watch it. it was, and then you're like, I didn't watch say it. It was depressing. I just said like, don't say it because it'll kind of like make you overthink everything. Because it made me. I finished watching this movie, mm-hmm. and I mess. I think you were asleep actually when I finished watching it. So like I think you responded the next day, and I was mm-hmm. like so. Yeah, by the way, it was like a Bible in my phone when I woke up. It was like <laughs> I had to scroll through the message. I was I just couldn't stop thinking. I like wrote so much stuff down and then I like texted old friends that I hadn't talked to in a while being like, 
hey, like, I haven't talked to you in so long. Like, all, I just, I like, wow, went I didn't know that part. crazy. Yeah, I did. Um, well, yeah, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't tell you that, but now you know. Um, you, well, you didn't want me to worry, so, yes. I guess, well. <laughs> I mean, if the Bible didn't make you, that I wrote you, didn't make you worry enough, I... <laughs> yeah, but you did a pretty good job. You, it was like, oh, wow, she's really excited about this um, Yeah. Movie. Basically, my reaction was just that... <laughs> I I also get way too into movies. It's part of why I'm trying to become an actress. But um, but I, I think my reaction was just that it, it scared me in a way. It kind of was like... Why? Because I was... Because I I wouldn't want that, but I could. Because do you want to know why? Actually, this is why. Because I was watching this movie, and the relationship that the OS and Theodore have is mm-hmm. so relatable. Like the the conversations they were having, and like the things they would fight about, or the things that like the inside jokes they had, or like the things they would do mm-hmm. together. I was like, this is all stuff that like is so accurate to real life relationships. Like not like a movie relationship. Like a real couple would do all of this stuff. And especially because, like, he has this... I failed to mention this, but he has this little um, device where basically she's on and then he has this other device in his ear. But the one that he has in his hand has, like, four cameras or something. It basically has cameras on it. So he, like, puts the camera, like, in his uh, breast pocket on his shirt. Mm -hmm. And so she can see everything that he can see yeah and she can see him and so you know there's this one scene where they're in a cabin and he's just dancing and he puts the little uh, camera up and he has her in his ear and so she's talking to him while he's like dancing and she can hear the music and he's playing music and she's playing music for him and all this vice versa and it really reminded me of like our relationship because we do yeah. that too we like sit down we have dinner together <laughs> or so uh, he, there's a scene where he's just playing like this ukulele mm-hmm. super softly and it, it became kind of a popular song i think too mm-hmm. yeah it did yeah when he's playing that song it just it's such a touching song and their voices are so um, i don't know what what are, they're so like delicate I guess. Yeah. And um, Dana and I are both kind of, we like to write music and play music. When our relationship started, when we first started being long distance a year ago, I guess mm-hmm. now, um, I would kind of, I was working on my music. So I'd play some of my music for her and Dana never wanted to play her music for me. <laughs> and so when I knew that like Dana was really comfortable with me was when she would start to sing around me, but she didn't know. Like she would first, it started like when she was cleaning, she'd sing a little bit and I'd be like, Oh, you never want to sing. You never told me this. She actually ended up playing a song for me that she had written about us. I think maybe I'm giving myself too much credit, but basically I would say that you We'll kind of find a moment when the other person t- kind of opens up for you. Um, and it can be in any way. For us, it was this song. But yeah, I don't know. I think maybe look for that in a relationship because that was really a moment when I knew that Dana became comfortable with me on a different level, I guess.
that's what was so crazy, I think, for me as a viewer, because I was watching these moments and I became so invested in their relationship and I mm -hmm. like was rooting for them. And I just saw so many connections between my own relationship to theirs and these moments that I recognized that I felt a lot of love or feelings when they were happening for me. And I was like, he's having this deep, true connection, it seems to me, with um, a non-existent person. It, it, it doesn't have a, it doesn't have skin or like blood. Like it's, it's just a program online and it's so intelligent. So that's the scary part too. But I think my fear also has to do with that whole thing people talk about with like robots taking over the world <laughs> you know so. yeah there's there's a scene um that kind of touches on that it's when he meets his wife and he's about to sign the divorce papers oh yeah i'd love to see and he's finally Hi. kind of built up the courage to do it yeah how are you Wow, here we are. I'm glad we could do this in person. I know you've been traveling a lot. No, I'm really, I'm really glad you suggested it. Oh, yeah. I signed all the papers. Um, for them yeah, and so she says, like, oh, I don't have to do it now. What's the rush? And then she, like, waits. I know. And she... Just and it's this moment where the tables finally turn, where before she has been this kind of figure of like just get them, get the sign the divorce paper and he, and he hasn't wanted to, and then finally he does. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a really slow signer. I realize like it took me three months just to write the letter T. <laughs> Anyways, it's um marked here in the red where you need to sign. The feelings. Right, this movie's so good, guys. You have to watch it. Way. But there's a point, I think it's further down, where she says, you know, well, you're dating somebody. Who is it? And he says, it's my OS. So are you, um, mm -hmm. are you seeing anybody? Yeah. Um, I've been seeing somebody for the last few months. Longest I've wanted to be with anybody since we split up. Oh, you seem really good. Oh, she's trying to act Thanks. like, oh, good. I am. But on the um, inside. At least I'm doing better. Yeah, she's been really good for me. You know? It's just, it's good to be with somebody that's excited about life. She's a real, um, no, I, I mean, I wasn't in such a good place myself. And, and in that way, it's been nice. I feel like you always wanted me to be this, this light, happy, bouncy, Everything's fine, L.A. wife, and that's just not me. I didn't want that. So what's she like? Well, her name's Samantha, and she's an operating system. She's really complex and interesting. Wait. It's only been a I'm sorry. Mm. You're dating your computer? No, she's not just a computer. She's her own person. She doesn't just do whatever I say. I didn't say that. But it does make me very sad that you can't handle real emotions, Theodore. They are real emotions. And that's kind How of would you that know? divide, I guess. And her reaction, 
is a little bit like made me think a little bit about this relationship because although it is long distance, you really have to, um, you really, I don't know what I'm trying to say, actually. I kind of think I know you're trying to say. (laughs) I think, are you trying to say kind of like, even though it's long distance, we've had to really get to know each other um, as people first before this could like really be a good long distance relationship maybe? No? I guess, yeah. I just don't know what, yeah, I think you're you're right. (laughs) Are you just agreeing? (laughs) Well, honestly, I don't really know, but does that moment in the movie... I don't know what it did. It was just like, it just showed this kind of divide. And I guess it kind of shed some light on like my own kind of stigma against long distance relationships. The thing that yeah we've had a lot of trouble with too, in terms of like it not being a real relationship, mm-hmm. I guess. And so in this clip, Rooney Mara kind of, that face, like I recognize that face and that attitude in myself when yeah. we started this, like, fuck long distance. We touched on it last time, like, oh, you know, long distance never Works. lasts. Yeah. And so I've had that voice in my head, like, yeah, but that's not real, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I don't know. When watching this, I was had to kind of face that part of myself, and then in doing that, I also realized that, like. I'm past that now. I'm kind of where Joaquin Phoenix is or Theodore in the movie. Yeah. So what's better though? Do you know what I mean? Like that's the, what's, what's better is the question I think I kind of think about like this whole movie, everybody kind of supports him in this OS. He goes on double dates with his friends and they're all like fine with it. And everybody's like so fine with it. And then finally we have one person who's like the devil's advocate. Who's like, this is weird. Like, this is crazy. You're dating a computer. And so it makes you think about, like, there's a side of it that, like, this could be beautiful. And this, like, this is the future, maybe. You can have relationships with other beings of sorts. Or is that, like, is that futuristic view correct? Or is that wrong to you? Or is, like, the traditional way of, like, you know, dating a person (laughs) in person and, like, having real physical physically intact relationship correct or is there that's a question you might want to ask yourself maybe yeah no definitely I totally agree and like you have to I don't know you just kind of have to sit with it kind of like what we said last time you just have to kind of sit with it and then it'll it'll develop but right now I'm just focused on coming to New York honestly I'm kind of I feel like we're both one thing too that I noticed is right before you're going to meet when it's getting closer to you guys meeting again something starts to happen Mm -hmm. it's so no it's so true actually I didn't tell you this but or maybe I did but my roommate her and her boyfriend for this summer are going to be apart because you know she's also in college she's my roommate and she was talking to me about how... Ben and Maddie. Shout out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to not... <laughs> it is them too, yeah. And she was just kind of talking to me about like, I don't know. Um, I feel like I'm going to... I don't want to do that whole thing where people start to fight before they leave. And I was like, you're so right. That's such a thing. Like, I feel like bef- when things are starting to come to an end, like whether you're going to be together or you're going to... Sp- 
be apart again after a long time. Mm-hmm. You're just feeling a lot. So wherever those feelings land in whatever bucket of like the bucket of anger, bucket of, bucket of sadness, bucket of happiness, bucket of lovingness, stress, whatever it is, I feel like it can land in any bucket and it'll be a pretty high energy place. So like I feel like every time we're about to split up, like we'll have stupid fights. Like remember you were packing and I was like being a brat and you yeah. were like I was like, Hey, you wanna help me pack? And she's like, um I guess. I, I didn't like, want to. I was like, it's our last night together and I don't want to pack. I was like, I have to pack. And you're like, oh, I don't want to pack. <laughs> I was like, I have to. Why can't we just make this a fun thing? And you're like, I no. was like, this is sad. I don't want to help you pack. Yeah. And yeah. Also, I really love packing. I know. It's disgusting. It's just, yeah. It's gross. How did we approach that? How did we approach that? Like um, the fact that that happens or because it's happened a little bit now too. Yeah, uh, it totally we're has. we're getting closer. Like last week, maybe the week before that, we, we started fighting a little bit more. Yeah. Because we kind of knew that. Yeah. That like the pressures were on. Like we, 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 um, also we were stressed. We were both trying to get a job. Mm. We were like, we have, we have three more weeks. I, I have, I just like, I bought my plane ticket like two months ago and I, ha- and we were like trying to find a place to live and there was a lot of stuff going on. But, you yeah. know, apart from all that, I think also we were just anticipating meeting. Yeah. I think, I think something, <laughs> I think something we might both do without really having to say it out loud, um, at least now is kind of like we both kind of acknowledge that this is something that's kind of bound to happen in a way like I feel like we know what's going on when it's happening like yeah do you know what I mean like I think when it's happening I'm not I'm not thinking like this is a fight that's gonna be a problem in the future like I I know that this is a fight that's like a one night thing (laughs) and that's why this this advice is so good because once you know that these are the habits or like the structures of a long distance relationship that this fight is coming up but once you know that oh when it gets closer you know tensions start to build something's going on you don't really know what or why it's happening but when it happens it's easier for you to kind of clock it and be like oh wait oh this has happened before what this you kind of start fighting a little bit both people are a little bit it's weird to say on edge but I don't know nervous to see each other again it might be something like that because it's a big transition and and you you can kind of notice those habit or those like patterns I guess Mm -hmm. so yeah just that's something definitely to kind of not look out for but definitely be aware of that that might happen because it's definitely happened every time for us. Yeah. And for most people I've talked to in long distance relationships, I've said the same. It's kind of natural. Like I remember when we were coming back from the summer and we were still in a newer relationship, as we were getting closer to coming back, mm-hmm. I felt like we talked less. It was like it was like a weird sort of like, yeah, we'll see each other soon so we won't talk as much. I noticed that happening. Um, and then that made me nervous mm-hmm. and made me like question. I was like, what's going on? And it was fine. Everything was fine, obviously. But like, you know, something might shift, I think is the biggest 
thing. Like wherever yeah. you are, I think something shifts either when you're coming together or when you're about to be going apart in your relationship. And just to be aware that that's normal. And most couples, most relationships in general, if you're about to split up, even my parents and I sometimes when I'm about to go back to school, oh, we'll yeah. fight a bit more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and just like you can even either choose to acknowledge it and be like, hey, oh, my God, are we doing this because we're soon leaving? And then there might be something underneath that that you guys want to talk about or just keep it for yourself in the back of your head. But and just know so you're not impacted too too much by it yeah or just like because because it kind of it wants to kind of push you off balance and you're like wait oh my god is this like finally destroyed is our this is what our relationship is but then you kind of have to remind yourself like oh no wait maybe it could be this and then kind of explore that and usually that's what it is yeah yeah i We'll just throw in there too. It's important to communicate. And also it's important to like recognize that sometimes you might be angry at your partner or something. Not at okay, stop nodding. Like <laughs> you get mad too. Um I do. But you might feel anger towards your partner mm-hmm. um thinking thinking that it's them. And it might just be you're angry at the situation. So like Sometimes it's good to take a step back when you're angry and be like, okay, am I actually mad about what I'm fighting with him about? Or am I just looking for somewhere to put my anger because I just feel, I'm just feeling a lot because of the situation at hand. Yeah. So that's what I would say for a tip. Communication and um, recognizing where your anger or sadness is coming from. First of all, go watch the movie Her and let us know what you guys thought of it, if, what, what your opinions were and reactions were to it. Definitely recommend it in terms of relationship. It's definitely a relationship movie and garnered or towards uh, like long distance. Yeah, but it's yeah. also a super cool movie. So like even if you're yes. not a long distance relationship and you're listening, really cool cinematography, really good acting, cool story. You should watch it. Definitely. And also... Um, you know, if you're in a relationship, or you're about to split up or for the summer, maybe or whatever, you know, just watch out for those for those shifting feelings towards the end of that period. So that's what we got for you this week. And next week, tune in. Do you want to tell them what we're doing next week, babe? Yeah. So next week, we're going to be talking about meeting the general parents. Dun, dun, dun. So we're going to give you our tips from uh, meeting each other's parents and in hindsight, what our strengths and weaknesses and how we can help you maybe if you're going to meet your loved one's parents. It's definitely a big one and it's definitely been talked about and portrayed a lot in movies and music and maybe not music so much. Yeah, but, I know about that one. Yeah, but yeah, definitely, definitely something that, I felt like I knew what I was going to do, but <laughs> once I was there, I had a different experience and I learned a lot from meeting Dana's parents. <laughs> My family's crazy. Okay. So thanks for listening this week. Um, tune in next week for some tips and some funny family stories. All right, guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. This is a life. Millennials give advice. Thank you.
Like, I remember when we were coming back from the summer and we were a bit of a newer relationship. Oh, my garage door is opening. You yeah, can just totally wait. Hear that. Okay. I can hear it, yeah. We'll wait. Is it going to close too? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Do they usually just open it and then leave and not close it? Depends on who it is. It's my mom. She's going to close it. Um, so you can always tell. We'll see. Anyways, like I remember. Oh, oh it's your mom. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> okay, we'll just wait a few more. Yeah, we'll just like cut right here. And then now we're back over there. Okay.